Hey hustlers, welcome to the Hustle Show audio experience. Real, no filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs where we go over the harsh truth nobody told you about being an entrepreneur. And now, your host, Christian Ariola. Hey hustlers, welcome back to another episode of the Hustle Show. Super excited to have you here. My name is Christian Ariola, and I am the host of The Hustle Show, where we have real, no-filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs about the harsh reality that nobody tells you about being an entrepreneur. Thank you so very much for tuning in in our first episode, our first podcast of the year 2018. Amazing things for this year for you. Really wish you a happy new year to everyone that is listening to this episode because I know we are going to crush it on 2018 and I hope you have your goals ready to go and ready to crush them this year. So um, I just want to say, you know, Happy New Year. Thank you so much for being here today with me as this episode is extremely special for me and it's actually really, really important episode for several things. I mean, not only is it the first one in 2018, but it's all actually the first episode of our season two, you know, after that little break, if you didn't listen to my previous episode, my apologies to you and why I suck at this, I suggest you go and listen to that one. And, you know, long story short, I mean, I basically had to take a few months off recording the podcast because life got in the way and I had to get all my stuff and shit and everything back on track. Um, so, but I'm, I'm thrilled and excited to be back on the show and be back in production mode and be more excited and pumped than ever. Uh, second reason, this episode that you're about to to listen to, which was actually recorded back on September before I had to take that break, we recorded it live here in El Paso. So I'm sorry, I apologize if you hear a little bit of background noise, but I actually had a blast, you know, because we recorded it in person here in El Paso, but also we did a live stream on YouTube and Facebook. So you might as, you know, if you're following us on social, you might have already seen the episode, but this is the actual podcast version to it. So you know, if you haven't, you know, this is this is going to be a really, really cool episode. And the third reason why this this podcast is really special is because the guest on today's show is Hector Reyes. He's an incredible person. I met him here in town after he actually reached out to me as a fan when he discovered what I was doing with the Hustle Show and he saw that I was based here in El Paso. So he reached out and, and we became really close friends. And in just the last few weeks that we recorded this episode, we become business partners and we have crazy big goals for 2018 together. So I'm super thrilled to have him here on the show and share his story as well. So a lot of things going on, a lot of reasons why this episode is really fun and really exciting to have it. And before we jump into the the interview with Hector, I want to take a second to thank our sponsor of today. This episode was is brought to you by Wubound Marketing, an advanced lead generation agency that helps local businesses get more exposure using digital marketing. Visit wubound.com for free marketing trainings. And before we begin with our interview today, if you're new to the show and this is the first time that you're listening to us, to everyone here, I uh, really want to Thank you for doing it. Hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I hope you hit that subscribe button right now. If you haven't done it, this is the time that you want to uh, you know, pause it or just keep listening, but hit that subscribe button because it's going to really, really mean the world to me if you do so, okay? And you know, we'll, we will continue to provide top-notch motivational content for you, so you really want to hit that subscribe button right now. 
And remember, you know, you can you can always always uh, find this every episode on our podcast audio experience, but you can also go on YouTube and watch the entire video conversation as well. So you can find everything at thehustleshell.co. So here we go, guys. All right, Hustlers. So on today's episode, we have my amazing friend, Hector. Welcome, Hector. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm very excited to have you here. Um, you know, you are, we're, we're live here in El Paso. You know, if you're listening to this on our podcast show right now, we are recording this in person. So you might hear a little background noise from the traffic because we're actually, we have a nice view here in an office that, that Hector opened recently where, you know, we're in what, like at the fourth, three, third, fourth third floor. floor. Third floor. Um, but of course, it's on top of the freeway. So the view is really nice from here from El Paso. So, and again, you know, we're gonna we're gonna dig into the the story. We're gonna do a regular show. It's just a little different format because you know it's exciting to be able to provide this, you know, in person. And not only in person, but everybody right now has the ability to to jump into the live stream. So we're doing both. See how it goes. Um, and you right now listening to us right now to all the hustlers, you know, shoot us a, an email to me. What you think of this episode being shoot you know recorded in person if you like it or if you don't like it if we should just stick to online you know just let me know social media the hustle show or just shoot me an email at christian of the hustle show but we'll 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 start with you know i want to i want to dig into your story man i know i know you 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 were born here in el paso slash juarez you know the border and and you come from a pretty tough background and you went through a lot of stuff you you had to survive and, and come out of of pretty dark places but at the same time, you've started different businesses, and what you're doing right now here in El Paso, opening PHP, your own agency with now 60 agents, which is impressive. Um, and now you have this is not your first your first office either, and we'll get to that. But I want to I want to hear a little bit more about your story. How did you get involved into entrepreneurship to begin with? So we go back to to looking at uh, two things. One was uh, I looked at my mom working 34 years for me and advice. And she sacrificed a lot, you know, she was working there very religiously, day in, day out, until her arms gave out. So now she's disabled. And by the time that Levi's closed here in El Paso, Texas, they gave her $10,000 of her pay to go to school, which to me, that was a slap in the face because she sacrificed so much and now she didn't have anything anymore. So from that point on, I decided, you know what? Um, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna build something on my own. I have to build something that is that is mine. I'm not going to sacrifice 34 years of my life to build somebody else's dream and then be kicked to the curb. So that's what pushed me into actually becoming an entrepreneur. I wanted to own my own business. I didn't even know the word entrepreneur back then yet. I just knew that I wanted to, you know, to actually own something. You right, know? right. So that wouldn't be caught up in that situation. Um, the other thing is that I come from a, from a, like you said, I come from a very uh, tough background, you know. I didn't, I'm an agree high school dropout. I'm not, you know, the, <laughs> I didn't go to college or anything right, like right. that. And I was going the wrong direction. And fortunately, things happened, events happened in my life that actually changed my mindset. And I said, you know what? That's not what I want for my life. That's not what I, what I envision myself. I don't, I don't see myself ending up like a lot of people that I've known. So what I decided to do is, you know what, uh, what better way to learn from people that I've already done? Right. So that's that's what my entrepreneurial journey. That's awesome, started, man. Yeah. And that's another topic that it always comes to to on every ep- podcast episode that we record is why do you want to reinvent the wheel if you can get the mentorship from other people who have achieved 
similar things to what you want. And it sounds to me like we're about to hear something similar to that in your story. So guide us a little bit. Uh, so you were going through a rough patch. And then what, what happened that changed your, 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 your path? So a uh, couple of things happened. 2001, um, going to community college. I'm trying to become a mechanic and open up my own shop. But uh, I, needed to, I needed to make some money. So I ended up working with Dish Network. When I come to Dish Network, they, um, it's a call center. And I started going through the training process. In the training process, I get, I'm getting trained by this guy. No, excuse me. That he's actually uh, pitching HBO Cinema Showtime and Stars to every single call. So I, I kind of, you know, I was like wondering, why are you doing this? So he started telling me about a concert that they were having there. And I'm coming in six months at a disadvantage. You got to think about that. There's 3,000 people in right. this network at this time. Right. They, had, and, they started before you. Exactly. So I'm right there, and they're already, um, to me, that was, that concert was like, you know what? Uh, I wanted to get the dish dollars because they were, they were, Every every sale that you made, they give a dish dollar, so you would trade up for for electronics, playstations, all kinds of stuff. So I'm like, you know what? That's pretty cool. So what I started doing every single call, I started selling, you know, HBO Cinema Showtime stars. Um, long story short, I ended up being the top salesman of the year. Ended up winning a full, nice. all, all expenses paid uh, trip <laughs> Kudos, to Las man. Vegas. Yeah, it was pretty cool, man. I mean, I was only 19 years old. I wasn't even Damn. supposed to be in Vegas, but I was there, man, with everything awesome. paid. And, That's awesome, man. Yeah, so it was it was pretty cool. So I was like, you know what? Maybe there's something for me in sales. You know, so from there on, I was like, you know what? Um, I'm gonna pursue this. However, like I said, I was still, you know, in the in my old lifestyle, and I was still not not at all following the, the the right direction so what happened with me back uh moving forward 2003 i had something happen in my life that actually completely shifted my mindset and i said you know what uh from now on what i want to do is i want to get a good job i want to get a, a job that is going to teach me what i need to know you know to be able to better myself so i ended up applying out of present times a lot of people told me you're not gonna get hired <laughs> you don't have an education you, have to. you always get those huh <laughs> exactly yeah a lot of people are like no, man, you're, that's that's not for you. Just go to, go to a restaurant, go to something else. <laughs> you know, you got a better chance to do that, right? So I took a chance. Um, and what I did is, it's actually a funny story because what I did is I went and applied, but I asked who was the person that was actually interviewed. So they told me the name, Ivan Gomez. And I got to give a lot of love to Ivan because she was my first mentor, man. Nice. Um, I ended up calling two days later, and I, and I remember calling, like, can I speak with Ivan Gomez? Uh, they, she picked up the phone and I told Mrs. Gomez, you know, the reason I'm calling is because I got several calls on my caller ID from El Paso Times, so I figure you're calling for anything. She's like, that can't be. I'm like, why is that? I got your application in front of me, and I was about to call you. <laughs> She's, like, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, so I like your initiative, so come on in, and uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and sit down and talk about this. I come in, 45 minutes later, we didn't talk about nothing about the job. Uh, turns out she has a similar background to mine, so we connected. You know, we became friends right there and there, and uh, I gave her a challenge. I told her, you know what, man, if I don't become one of your top salesmen in the first three months, you can fire me or I'll quit. So she's like, yeah, I like challenges. So she gave me a chance. She took a chance on me. That was my first mentor. Um, I ended up working with the Paso Times, started learning. You know, was that annoying guy calling you to get a subscription over the phone? <laughs> <laughs> the one that we all hate and, you know, yeah, the cold calling. Exactly. 
That's good, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, trust me. I, I hang up with some of those guys, too. <laughs> but uh, you know what? It was it was a process. You know, I learned a lot. Um, there was a magazine coming into town that uh, that our pastor Towns was bringing from Phoenix. It was called TV Mas. So she put me on that project. And I remember that she's like, hey, I need you to go get me, get me a, you know, a spot where we can deliver this magazine at. So I'm going over there. I got about a hundred locations right away. Uh, won that con because she made a contest, so I won that contest too. And then I tell her, "Hey, you know, they're asking me how much are we gonna charge them for this." So I, I'm like, "Why don't we charge for this, man? Why are you giving it for free?" I didn't understand marketing. I didn't understand advertising. So she sit down with me. She's like, "No, let me let me teach you how marketing works, how advertising works." And that's where everything got started. Now, uh, when she taught me that, it opened up my eyes, and I'm like. I want to be selling advertising. There was no positions at that moment with the El Paso Times for me to work in the in the marketing part of it or selling advertising. So, 2006, I had the opportunity to work with the Daniel El Paso, which is a Spanish newspaper. Right there, I got this opportunity to work directly selling advertising, dealing with business owners, and like I said, it, it, I just I was a sponge man. I was a sponge. I just wanted to learn. Everything and anything. Um, like I was uh, telling you before, earlier when we were talking, uh, when I was going through the process, I, I was servicing my clients. And I wanted to be do the best job that I could. So I remember that I, I used to I used to have to take all the ads, send them to the advertising, to the, uh, to the graphic design department so that they can build the ads and everything. And it was taking too long. The process was too long. So I'm like, I went to some of my friends in the back, and I thought, can you teach me how to how to design? So <laughs> they started. I love the initiative, man. <laughs> yeah, <for> sure. <laughs> so uh, by the time that uh, you know, uh, when these guys were, were teaching me, man, were like, you know what? Uh, some of my clients, by the time I was selling, finished selling them the ad, the ad was already done. You know, I had to design everything while they were there, so it just the process became much easier. So I created better relationships with my clients. Um, moving forward to that, um, I decided to, I said, you know what, I know how to sell. Why not start my own business? Why don't I sell for myself? So I started the first magazine. I partnered up with, uh, with a friend of mine and we started the, uh, a magazine called Paso Auto Sellers and Classifieds, which we used to deliver at the bridges. We knew how to sell, but we didn't know how to run a business. Right. So, which... Two different complete animals. <laughs> exactly, right? So we're like, okay, so we're cut up selling advertising, selling all this kind of stuff, um, overhead, all that, all that accounting, all that kind of stuff. And it was only two guys trying to do all, everything. So I'm like, you know what, this is not going to work. So we ended up uh, parting ways. We ended up deciding, you know what, this is, this is not something that we can, we can pursue. We don't have the funding. We don't have the, enough money to actually uh, keep it afloat. So they just part ways. But I still, inside of me, I was like, can't give up. I gotta do something. So I started doing my research, and in that in that, in that time, I already you know I already learned how to do design. So I was doing pretty much all the design, all the web design, everything for for the magazine. So I said, there's gotta be a way, a better way, so that I don't have that overhead. So I ended up looking at going into online, looking at Dallas magazines, LA, Chicago, New York, and ended up finding out that a lot of these magazines they were already starting to go online and starting to their print they, it was already you know decreasing so when i saw that i'm like you know what that's where everything is going 
everything is going online. So I decided to open up the first only online magazine uh, here in El Paso. It was called Unlimited the Magazine. We used to go to the clubs, we used to be with promoters, entertainment, things like that. And then we tried to involve a little bit of business into it. Um, first six months, we had a 2.2 million views, which was great. Right. However, yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> yeah, thank you, man. And however, it's still, it's still we, we had a challenge, man. We had a challenge, you know. Uh, we're ahead of our time. Um, and El Paso was still telling me, a lot of people, like, no, it's not going to work. A lot of people were telling me, you know what, uh, nobody wants to go online, which. <laughs> we always hear that, you <laughs> right? know. We, you know, it's, it's, every time you try to start something, there's always at least three people that are going to say, that's stupid. Like, you know, that's, yeah. why are you doing that? <laughs> Exactly, man. I mean, but you know what? I was like, you know, I was determined. I was like, you know what? Maybe this is not the right timing. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta continue sharpening my skills. So I had the opportunity to work with the Albuquerque Hispanic Chamber of Commerce right after that. And this was in 2009. 2009, we ended up working with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Um, had the privilege to work with an amazing CEO. Um, amazing people, amazing staff that actually taught me a lot about a lot about business, a lot about structure, and ended up dealing just with pure business owners directly. They were my clients. So I started picking their brain. Like I said, another another moment that I had to be a sponge. I had to absorb everything that I that I could learn from them, so that I can take it and, and use it to to what I wanted to do. So ended up working with them. Uh, we took an uh, Latino initiative. I was actually the head of the of a committee. Uh, heading with uh, different media organizations, I had on ABC on TV, ABC on radio, uh, several news, local newspapers, and they were they were backing me up to actually create something in Spanish for for the Latino community in, in Albuquerque. Well, doing that taught me so much about about structure, taught me so much about business. So from there on, I'm like, you know what, I gotta I gotta do this again. I gotta try it again. You know, right, right, I had right, that, right. You, you know, when you have that, yeah, that, that passion inside, like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep quit. I'm going to try it again. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, you know what? It's me working for somebody else. It's, it wasn't going to work. You know, to me, I was like, I have to do something about I have to. So I ended up going back into freelancing and web development and also started buying and selling cars for several years. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to have that freedom to travel to to go to different places to see what was out there for me and to try to figure out exactly what I needed to do. So I ended up traveling. I ended up uh, going, uh, moving to Chicago. And Chicago lasted like about two years there. And I was freelancing and uh, got involved with a manufacturing company that was doing hydrogen systems, which was pretty amazing. However, they're still in uh, R&D, research and development. So it's still not hitting the marketplaces yet. So I didn't see that as a it's a short-term, right, uh, right. You know, return on my investment yet. So what I did is, um, ended up moving back to Texas. After going through Chicago, I was traveling to Chicago, Denver, and, uh, and Texas all at the same time. So I'm like, let's go back to to Texas. Let's see what's going on. At this time, oil boom is happening. So I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of money over there. Let's let's see what's going on over there. Since I was selling cars, I ended up getting in and uh, involved with the. Uh, with a local Chevy store, and I started selling cars. There I met my partner, which is Chanel Kosunyi, which uh, she was actually the manager for for uh, the Sawgrass, the local Sawgrass. She was opening up stores all over Texas, and now we have a, a beautiful baby girl. She's uh, nice. a- Congratulations. Two, thank you, man. 
and uh, she's about to be three years old. Wow. And she, when we were there, she had the opportunity to go to Arlington. So I'm like, let's go. Let's go. You know, Midland is too small of a town for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? After living in Chicago, then we're right. in other cities. I was like, no, and, this is... And, you know, everybody listening, I mean, Midland is, I mean, a few thousand people. Small city well, or? Not a few thousand, man. I mean, it's... Not, not that small. <laughs> not that small. But it's <laughs> definitely one of the small cities out there. It feels like... The, so like especially the when you're moving back from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, it does yeah, feel like that yeah, after you exactly. lived in Chicago, man. So, it's, so you, uh, move, you move there and then... So what happens? So... When we're there, I'm actually, uh, this happened to December 2015, okay? So I'm taking a course with Jordan Belfort because I wanted to sharpen my skills, my skills. And I remember my, my little girl at this time, she's about a year, a year and a month. And one of my friends tells me, hey, you know what, uh, Hector, you should put uh, these videos for the baby. She's going to be able to learn how to read faster. You got these cubes that on, on the video, I don't know the name of the video, but it's some cubes on there like the learning cubes, and I'm like, okay, cool. So as I'm going through YouTube, I get a rec recommendation on, on the, the YouTube videos, and I see one that says, I'm learn, and the U and the N are the cubes. I'm like, oh, that's the video he's talking about. So I play it, all of a sudden I hear Patrick Ben David, which a lot of people already know who he is, and I started hearing him, started talking about, at first I thought, is this for my baby? But then as he's going through the, the, whole, the whole video, I'm like, this is not for her at all. <laughs> you know like you so, have this uh, you know ceo entrepreneur talking to babies He's like no what's going on here yeah exactly <laughs> like hey, is he gonna teach you how to read or what right, right. <laughs> but uh what happened is that i started he started talking about something that i've always that i always believed which is since we're kids we're teach we're, we're being taught on how to live life go to school go to work get a good grades get a good job get a good career get a get a degree and you're going to be set for life. It's not happening right now. We have the highest unemployment rates. We have the highest death in the school, the school loans, you know, in the history. Uh, we have people that are coming out of college. They're with their degrees. They're not even using it. They're going to go work back at Walmart, Home Depot just to pay their, their student loans, which is kind of sad. And a lot of people are getting unemployed and, and people are getting, being, being uh, you know, being uh, laid off for somebody else that has younger more it brings more to the table so when i saw that i was like you know what this is exactly the way i the way i think it's the same mentality so as i saw the whole video it's a 28 minute video so it's pretty long for me to watch the whole thing i was like <laughs> you know what it's very interesting right so when i saw it i was like you know what this is the best sales presentation that i've seen but i've never heard of this guy so i was wondering who's patrick the david you know i was like never heard of him but then when i started going into his channel entertainment I started seeing them interview Mark Cuban, Robert Kiyosaki, Grant Cardone, all these people that I've always followed. So I'm like, man, I'm, I started watching every one of his videos and I started learning so much from him. Over a period, I, I could say, you should know, because I tell you, you know, like we, we, I was in the, in the house, I was playing Patrick B. Davis videos. I was in the car and I was playing just the audio, even though we were driving. And she's like, can we put some music? No, no, hold on, let's, let, let's get some other episodes. So January 1st, 2016, he's on a live and he's still in California. And he starts talking about the goals, about what, uh, what are your goals for 2016, what he said you want to do. So I'm like, you know what, this is the perfect time because I've always, I've always been a, a visual person. I've never been a reader. I picked up a book, read first chapter, two, 
second chapter and that was done. You know, I was enough, like, <laughs> enough is enough. Yeah, like I was like, okay, you know, I can continue reading this book. My my concentration wasn't wasn't there, right? So I wanted to get a tip. I'm like, hey, Patrick, I know that uh, reading books is so important for entrepreneurship. So what do you recommend? He challenged me. He's like, you know what? You just need to stop making excuses and just read a book. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, okay, all right. So I felt challenged by that. Uh, I messaged them and uh, we started connecting through Facebook. Uh, then that's when we started moving to Arlington. So we get there, uh, I think it was the last week of January, 2016, and I'm unpacking everything, right? So the next, the following week, uh, it was on a Tuesday, I remember, he went on a live feed, but this time he's in Plano, Texas. That's about an hour away from me. So I'm like, man, I gotta meet this guy. I gotta get his mentorship. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I have to, to meet this guy and I wanna get his mentorship. So I had already done my research on what his company was all about. And I found out that it was life insurance. So when I saw that it was life insurance, I even told Chanel, I'm like, you know what? I don't see myself sort of life insurance, you know? <laughs> That's not something that, that, uh, that I, don't even, I don't even understand right. it, you know that what I mean? That was not the dream, definitely. Exactly, like, like who, who sells life insurance, you know? And um, so then I'm like, you know what? I, I, I asked him another question. I told him, you know what? You want to get into real estate. Uh, can we sell your products on top of that? So I asked that question, he didn't get a chance to answer me, but a gentleman from uh, Houston, Texas, he reached out to me through Messenger and he invited me to the office in Dallas. Um, long story short, uh, moving forward with what happened with PHP, we, me and Chanel decided to go all in with the company. We decided to take a chance on, on, this, on this journey, which was, which was a big challenge because we were very comfortable. We were, you know, getting very good, good, uh, you could say salaries because I was more than commission, but she was a salary. But we we're making really good money. We we're comfortable. Uh, we didn't have to to take a chance on a fully commission uh, based type of business. And what happened after that, it was the best decision that we made because we started building, we started learning about what PHP uh, has to offer to the community. Not only not only just the, the monetary part. But it's also how it's going to change and affect people's lives. When I saw that, <clears throat> I reached out to my people back in Midland because I, I knew one of one gentleman. His name is Alexander Gutierrez, very sharp guy, and I had to let him know about this opportunity. It turns out, at first he wasn't very thrilled about it, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, two months later, he started seeing everything that was evolving with with PHP. He reaches out to me. Now he opened up the office in Milden and, and Odessa, you know, uh, part of my team. And we, we, uh, we've seen him grow so much over there that now he's actually opened up Arlington. So we started Dallas, then Milden, Odessa. Now he's opened up Arlington. Nice. And I say, you know what? We got to open up El Paso. We have to open up El Paso. Um, people in El Paso have to know what, what this opportunity offers. Not only, like I say, monetary. I actually impact lives because I think that families, church, GoFundMe accounts, all that kind of stuff. You know, it hits home because you know what? Um, educate people more than.
team just letting them know educate people on so then we decided when when we decided to come to our pastor so we only have three people at the office which is exactly yeah, you're, you're basically doing everything on your own and, and maybe two other guys this whole process um part of what i've been through part of what i my my history and, and what I've, I've been able to learn from from people that have opened up and actually taught me so many things in business um i say you know what there's got to be a way that we can open up an opportunity now learning directly from patrick and his mentorship and and from jason graziani and all the team at php it made me realize one thing that a lot of people first things that they got to change is their mindset and a lot of the, the mindset that we have especially coming from a background that i have is that oh no you know my life's already messed up this is all i could do uh, there's no opportunities for me because of my background, because of whatever it is, right? So we decided to, to create a program, which is now Mentors Only. Mentors Only uh, was created with the purpose that we wanted to interview people that have been successful. We wanted to actually, uh, you know, show other people that want to start up in business or they want to have an opportunity to do something big, to let them know that there's people out there that are willing to help. Right, right. The biggest, the biggest challenge is that a lot of times you don't know how to reach out to those people yeah or you don't even know what you want to do right. so what better way to actually to be able to figure out what industry you want to be in and then figure out exactly who's been in that industry who has been successful in that industry and learn directly from them kind of like what we're doing right now with php right. we're learning directly from somebody that's amazing our ceo patrick david the whole uh, leadership team that's been teaching us exactly how to run this business how to how to open up different offices and they're guiding us you know uh step by step exactly what we need to do so that's amazing you don't have that anywhere else you know when you go into business you're in there by yourself man you are, yeah, yeah yeah and and that's something that always comes to to topic and most of the podcast episodes and you know i hate to repeat myself but um you know there's no need to reinvent the wheel when you know that somebody else uh achieved something similar to what you want so why not reach out to those people but you know it goes back to when you're starting out it's really difficult to reach out to these people and and get their attention exactly because you are i mean you're not known out there you're not a celebrity or anything you're bare, barely starting mm -hmm. there's no proof to show them like okay well i've sold 10 million dollars and you know this is why you need to help me like there's nothing to show them mm -hmm. so you know that's one of the things that it's it, it keeps coming up and up in every podcast episode like how do you reach out to them and and i went through it too uh you know i wasn't very i've been an entrepreneur all my life but nobody knew who i was nobody knew what i was doing so when i started the show is like well now how do i reach to the people like how do i talk to them how do i want them to bring share their story and open up for me and my and my audience like without knowing who i am and so how were you able to overcome those those things like what what allow you to always be able to reach out to that kind of people and always find mentors for what you were doing you know it's um it's especially because sometimes you just people are just afraid that they're gonna they're gonna get a no right right and you're gonna get a lot of those man. i get no's all the time <laughs> that's part of the process man i mean but the thing is you just gotta knock on doors for example you know um my good friend you know and and, and i consider him as a mentor as well uh, George Almaraz, you know, you just did an interview with them. Yeah, we uh, just had him a previous, the previous episode from this, and, and he shared his story. Amazing guy. Exactly. You know, I mean, I look up to this guy. I mean, amazing entrepreneur. 
uh, he's actually one of the first people that actually believed in me when I did the, the, the magazine back in 2009. So we go way back. When I came back to El Paso, we met in December and we're like, you know what? He knew I was with PHP. He didn't still know what PHP was all about. And uh, he probably thought it was a coding thing. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, exactly, right? And, uh, and then he was with WFG, which is a, a World Financial Group. And he was doing very well with that, with that company. So I was like, you know what? This is not the right timing to talk about this. So we didn't try to recruit each other. Eventually, he did find out that it was, we're in the same industry, but uh, we still didn't try to recruit each other. Uh, I go to uh, Florida for our PHP University, which is uh, an amazing, amazing type of training uh, that is being led by Patrick Bethel and all the, the, the leadership in the company. So I come back the first, the moment that I, that I come back to El Paso, I, I reach out to George and I'm like, hey, George, you know what? We got to sit down and talk. You actually got to see this. You got to see what we're about to do with this industry, man. And whether it's for you or not, at least take, you know, take a view of this. So he did. He he actually started uh, looking at what PHP was doing, the vision. He already had been following Patrick McDavid. He didn't know that that was a CEO of PHP. So we started connecting. This was about two, two months and a half ago. Now... The rest is history. We have about 60 agents now here in El Paso. We're growing extremely fast. Uh, our CEO is coming next week, you know, to check out everything that we're doing here in El Paso. I mean, it's just been amazing. So to answer your question, I was about answer your question is that's not the only person that I reached out to with a high identity. That's the only person that I reached out to that owns a business. I've knocked on doors. I have uh, other business partners that have been involved with me that own a you know, very successful businesses and that have opened their, their, their doors to me. Why? Because I've gone in there and I've taken the initiative to be in, in their face and actually showing them what I could do. And I think that that's, if you want something, just go out there, knock on that door and don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid right. of it because you are going to get no's. You are. Right. For sure. Yeah. But you know what? You got to get through all those no's to be able to get to that yes. And sometimes those no's is better for you because something else along it's coming that is bigger so it's awesome man and you know i really appreciate your honesty sharing your story sometimes it's hard to open up but i really appreciate being honest with us today sharing everything that you're doing and you know i want to touch base a little bit of, of both things that you're doing how are those first first six months when you started both of the projects php and mentors only how are those emotionally to you what was going on in your mind and in your thought you know it's uh <laughs> It's crazy because you, it's a big challenge. You know, sometimes you gotta, you, you wanna, you need to focus on one thing. You know what I mean? And, and sometimes it's very easy to deviate and get unfocused on, on different things, right? Um, in my mindset, I've always listened to that. Uh, Patrick has told me that. A lot of people have told me that. You gotta focus on one thing, the one thing. There's a book out there. It's called The One Thing that you, that you wanna, you wanna read because it, it teaches you how to, if, if you're going for, for a vision, you want to focus on that one thing and everything else that falls into place, it's just going to be added to it. So when we when we started Mentors Only, I wanted to make sure that it was something that I wasn't going to take away, but was going to add to it. So when when I started this this project, it was more on, on a way to reach out to people, to be, able to, to be able to reach out to people in a way that they knew that they had an open door right here with us. And... 
and it's challenging because you know you're trying to run a, a, a startup business in a, in a new city, which is PHP. Then you start mentors only, which has been been amazing. The actual feedback and the response from the people, and actually right now we have a we have a huge contract that we just landed. That it's uh, that it's just been it's it's been uh, how can I say this? It's it's been challenging. It's been frustrating because there's times where you 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 have to overcome so many challenges, and sometimes uh, you're against the wall. But you gotta keep on pushing, man. You gotta keep on pushing. So it's not easy. It's not an easy thing. A lot of people think that it's easy. A lot of people think that you know what? It's a it's a walk in the park, but not, not at all, man. No, it's so. probably the farthest thing from walking in the park for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I've seen it firsthand, and and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start the show. You know, show everybody out there that um, basically prepare you to know that. I know people might say like business is hard, being a business owner, starting your business is hard. But when you do it, like you have no idea how hard it is. Mm -hmm. Like it's 10 times worse than you expected. Yeah. Um, emotionally, physically demanding on every single aspect. You basically go from working 40 hours a, a week to work over 100, like for sure. <laughs> you, you work every day. Yeah. So, you know, through all the things that you're working on, and like I said, you know, you're, you're going through a lot of the, of the struggles that you're going through. What is that vision for you that is keeping you going, that inspires you to keep pushing and to keep going until you reach that point? What does that look like for you? You know what? Um, to me, it's the money's good. However, to me, it's more the legacy that I want to be able to leave. You know what I mean? Um, I want to be able to impact people. I want to be able to get back to, you know, I grew up in Juarez and I see a lot of poverty, poverty and not just in the money part. I'm talking about the mindset. And I want to be able to, me knowing that I'm going to be able to impact those people and be able to help them reach their goals or reach whatever they want to do and be able to provide a process that is very simple for them. I mean, that's what keeps me going every day because I know that I'm going to reach that. You know, I know that I'm going to make that impact. And we're disrupting one industry, which is the, the life insurance industry right now, the PHP. But I also want to disrupt the education system because I believe that there's a better way for people to learn when it comes to business, when it comes to different things. Right. So um, that's what keeps me going every day, man. What did you think um, about this? Like, I know I know a little bit of what it is to grow up in, in the negativity and the mind the mindset of of people in Mexico that can be pretty overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. um, and and I've I've shared this publicly. I've been interviewing other podcasts where I share my story, and and that was one of the things that hold me back for many years. You know, not having the support, not having not even knowing that I could get a mentor. Yeah. Like for me, it was, it was the people around me, the ones that I looked up to who had a job, who went to school. So they didn't have the, you know, the, the mindset. Nobody was doing anything that I was excited for. You know, nobody in the family or friends had a business. So how were you able to kind of block that out and don't allow that to drag you down? What is your secret with that? There's no secret, man. It's, uh, it, it drains you sometimes because the people that you think are going to support you the most, they're the ones that will will try to bring you down the most because they don't see the same thing, same thing. And sometimes you just gotta know that a lot of times those people are trying to drag you down because they're not, they don't have the courage to actually do that, or they, they don't, they don't, they don't, they're not willing to risk. That. And sometimes when you're comfortable in a place where you're getting a paycheck every week and you're comfortable with that, it's uh, to them that's that's it, you know. 
that's uh, that's what they're there for, and that's good enough. When I think about that, when I when I get all that negativity, that's what helps me go on. Because I always think, you know what, it's cool. You know, it, it's not it's not for everybody. This is not for everybody because not everybody's willing to take risk. Right. You know, um, to me, honestly, I've had nothing. I've had money, and if you were to take everything away from me right now, one thing that you will not take away is what I know. So that keeps me going as well. That keeps me pushing because you know what? Um, even if I if I fail, because I'm not afraid of failure. You know, I see that as a learning experience. So if I fail today, I know that I'm gonna get back up. And that's what that's that's how I I, I kind of been been able to deal with that. You know, mentally wise, because it's not easy. It's not easy when you have so many people telling you, hey, you know what? <clears throat> that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. You know what? Uh, you should do this. You should do that. And the funny thing is that most of the people that will tell you that are the people that are not in the place where you want to be. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It always yeah. happens that way. That was the first thing I thought when you were saying that. Yeah. That, you know, <laughs> and, and why listen to people that, you know, if you want to be a hog, you know, why do you listen to the chicken? Like, look for the hogs. Exactly. Exactly. So it's about who you listen to. Man. Right. Yeah. If you want to be a millionaire or multimillionaire or billionaire, Listen to that person. There's going to be people that are going to try to bring you down, try to drag you down. They're going to be able to put all the negativity into you. But they're not where you want to be. So why are you even listening to them? Why are right. you even paying attention to them? Right. So, yeah, I think that's a goal nugget that you shared. And, and I appreciate it. I know, I know you know a lot about mentorship because of mentors only. Like you have your own, um, you know, mentor programming and, and everything that you're doing. It's pretty amazing. And, you know, I know you've, you've come a long way. You've done a lot of great things out there and you're continue doing. I mean, this is, this is not the end. Like, um, you know, it's never in an end. And, and we go back to the settle. Like you never settle as an entrepreneur. And that's why it's tough because you will never get to that point where you're comfortable exactly. to say, OK, you know, good enough. I'm here. Like if you're a, if you have it in you, you will even if you're OK, if you're doing OK, you want better and better and you just want to grow that legacy. So through all the things that you've done, what do you think is your secret to success to guide you to the point where you are right now and what you're doing right now? You know, um, just not, not be afraid. Not be afraid. That's the only thing. If, uh, if you, can, if you can, can be prepared to fail, that's going to be what's going to help you succeed. Because a lot of people are, are scared to lose things. A lot of people are scared, oh, no, what's going to happen? It might work, it might not work. But if you can position yourself in your mindset where you're like, you know what, I'm going to go in, into this, whether it works or it doesn't work, I mean, you just got to do it. You just got to take action. If you, There's a lot of times, and, and I, I'm guilty of that myself, where I think about an idea, and I'm like, oh, man, it's not going to work. It might work. It might. And I keep on going over the idea so long that at the end, I saw myself on actually not doing it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I totally agree. Exactly. So sometimes you just got to take action, man. You got to go for it. And if it doesn't work, oh, well, move for on sure. and fix it. Just fix it. You know? Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that drives back to the idea that fear isn't real. You know, it's something that you have in your mind. And the only thing that can stop you, the only thing that can really stop from whatever you want to do is yourself. Is exactly. whatever you're thinking. Yeah. So that's awesome, man. So I want to change gears a little bit from your story. Sure. To what I like to call the hustle round, where we play this little word game with you. Um, okay. I will throw a word at you, and then the very first word that comes to mind, just say it aloud, 
Um, we can censor later. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, they're going to be very, very common uh, words that you're familiar with. And we'll try to we'll try to do your best and see how you do. Sounds good. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Hustle. Always been. <laughs> Work. It's never. It's 24-7, man. 24-7. Employee. Employee. Not me. Boss. That's who we are. Rules. You gotta bend those sometimes. College. <laughs> it's uh, it's I don't know. To me, college is uh, you can learn something, but not it's it's not right. <laughs> cool. It's just not right. Fear. Fear. There's no fear. Got it. Weakness. Weakness. You gotta embrace it. Nice. Strengths. You have to keep on learning on that. Yeah. Motivation. Oh, you gotta motivate yourself every day. And last but not least, books. Books. That's that's school. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect, man. That was a great, great hustle round. And you know, I want to everybody that is listening right now to get something away from this episode. And I would like for you to share some motivational hustle quote that will inspire them to keep pushing. Maybe right now they are on the fence on on they have a job and they wanna quit their job to go full-time entrepreneur, or maybe they already started the business, but they're not at the point where they want to be. What kind of motivation will you give them to keep pushing and to keep going even when it gets tough? You know, um, <clears throat> when you, right now you have, can you hear me now? Okay. So right now, when, whenever, whenever you're feeling like that, whenever you're, you're trying to go into some new venture, um, I really think that the best way right now, we have so much information online, that you can just go to YouTube and find people that have been in that industry. Just like this, you know, the, the hustle show, uh, what we're about to do with the uh, Metro Foundry, um, all this stuff. There's so many ways to be able to reach out or, or try to find ways of people that, that are in the industry that you want to go into and figure out what they're doing. Find out what they're doing. See if that's something that you're actually willing to do and then hear their story because that's going to that's gonna set the, the pace for you so to see if that's what you're willing to sacrifice to go into that so sometimes we're very afraid because we're working nine to five we hate our job we you know have you ever been to the bar and you're talking to somebody that's complaining and complaining yeah. about their <laughs> boss and how they hate going to work and you know they hate mondays and you see that on, on all over facebook right i hate mondays and i don't want to go to work that's yeah. fine yeah so you gotta bat you gotta i think you have to put a balance on that you gotta decide you're going to be working anyways and you're going to be busting your ass off for for something might as well be yours right i love it man really appreciate it and just want to you know before we leave i would love for people to be able to connect with you hear more about you get a hold of you or maybe you know find out more about php and, and mentors only and what you're doing how can they connect with you and how can they find out more about what you're doing uh the easiest way to connect with me would be through facebook um can uh, search for Hector Reyes. Um, we and just add me as a friend. That's the that's the easiest way. Awesome, and I'll make sure that I link this in the show notes too, so that you are listening right now. It's going to be very easy for you. Just click the button in the show notes at thehustleshow.co, and you'll be able to connect with Hector. So again, man, very very grateful to have you on the show. Oh, thank you. I man. really appreciate you taking the time to to share your story, and not only that, but you know, be transparent, be honest. And, and bust the, the myth that the hustle show is trying to bust that 
you know, it takes us 10 or 20 years to be an overnight success. And definitely not what we see on social media, all the cars and the houses and all this fancy, glamorous side of entrepreneurship. But we really appreciate you keeping it real and, and being transparent with everybody. So again, wish you nothing but success. I know there's a lot of great things ahead of you and you will about to, to explode and to continue doing what you're doing. So kudos to you, man, and best of success. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me here, brother. It's been amazing, man. Thanks so much. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Hustle Show audio experience. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And even if you didn't, make sure you subscribe to the podcast right now. It's still free. Visit thehustleshow.co for all the show notes and to watch the video experience of this episode. We'll see you soon.